reunited after our weekends out of town why apart this is another this is a trend that's coming back isn't it did we spend last weekend together just kidding we spent last weekend together i'm offended that you don't remember spending time with me last weekend i don't know my weekends are all over the place because i'm slowly getting anxiety about every weekend i have coming up for the next like seven months yeah so i was like (laughs) talking about my calendar this weekend for the upcoming months and it's actually like very full no I'm unwell thinking about the upcoming months between trips I have planned weddings I have to go to yep things I have to do in general I'm I'm booked up I'm booked up through August September I know I don't even know when I have a free time no seriously between like work and trips and weddings like I'm booked Like, I was talking to my roommate this morning about grabbing dinner with her tomorrow night because I feel like I haven't seen her in, you know, months at this point. And she was like, I don't know, my sister's in town. I might be doing dinner with her tomorrow night. And I was like, fuck. Well, Tuesday I'm going out of town for work. Wednesday we have a birthday party. Thursday we have book club. And Friday I'm going out of town again. I know. And I honestly... I'm shocked that we even have that much to do this week because I'm so overwhelmed. I don't even know if I can make it to book club and it's stressing me out because I'm the one who picked the book. Well, if it, if, it makes you feel any, if it makes you feel any better, I haven't even bought the book. So that's where I'm at. Um, at least I bought the book and I started reading, but it was my decision. It was your, your book choice. So you kind of have that responsibility. Although we have had people who've picked their own books and have not shown up for book club. This is true. We really hold no one accountable for anything. I know. It's sad. The only reason why I need to go to book club this week is, like, I just want a wine night. I know. So I'm and just gonna... I'm embracing it. At this point, I just want March to be over. It's, yeah. It's been a long month, and uh, Mercury is in retrograde. <laughs> so that really... What is, can someone tell me what does that even mean? Okay, so... Let me give you my synopsis before I read what the actual synopsis is, because this is what I think it is. <laughs> so, star-wise, I don't know, but I know that it means that, like, anything technology-wise, like, is really fucked up. Like Everything's, like, backwards, right? Yeah, like, your TV will break, your microwave will stop working, like, cars will be, like, down on the side of the road, which, like, driving home to Carrie, I saw so many cars on the side of the road. Like, it was weird. Now that I think about it, I saw a lot of cars coming back from the mountains today on the Uh side of the road. And you're not supposed to make, like, any major decisions or, like, plan any events. So, like, if you have a wedding coming up, you just pretty much shouldn't plan anything for it this entire month. During Mercury being in retrograde. Yes. Which makes my job very hard because we have a lot of events coming up and that's literally what I do every day. You're legit an event planner. You can't not do your job for however how long is Mercury in retrograde for? Until March 28th. How long does this shit last for? A few weeks at a time? It was like March 5th through the 28th I think. Let me see. I don't even... Okay, so what is retrograde? Like going backwards. So is Mercury just spinning in an opposite direction than it normally does or something? Um, I guess. And that's just affecting the magnetic pull of the Earth or something? Okay, apparent retrograde motion is the apparent motion of a planet in a direction opposite to that of other bodies within its system, as observed from a particular vantage point. So Mercury is going in the opposite direction of Earth. I guess. Okay. Some scientific person out there is probably like, that's so wrong, but it's fine. <laughs> Do you believe in the stars? What is your uh, sign? I'm a Libra. I'm like so in on uh, like zodiac signs. Okay. What is it called? Uh... Your horoscope? 
Yeah, no, but... Your zodiac sign. No, but I'm thinking of the ology. Astrology? Astrology? Yeah, astrology. So you're in on astrology. Yes, I'm in on astrology. I'm a Gemini, and I think it's a pretty good representation of my being. Did we already do this? I think we did talk about this, maybe even in the last episode, but... Because I was going to say, you should read what your thing is, but I think that we've already read them. Yeah. Okay, Mercury starts retrograding... March 5th through 28th, yeah. Is this every year? And July 7th through the s- August 2nd, and October 31st through November 20th. Holy shit, this happens, like... All the fucking time. Yeah. I feel like Mercury being in retrograde is an excuse for people to explain why something in their life is going badly. <laughs> yeah. Well... Because it happens, like, four times a year, so... You can just... You can just pray that Mercury is in retrograde when something goes wrong. Yeah. Yeah, it just says you're not you're not supposed to start anything. You're supposed to, like, take time to, like, take a break and, like, reflect on yourself. I feel like I've been doing that. <laughs> you're just doing that. That's, like, my excuse. I'm like, yeah, I'm just not going to, like, work hard today. I'm just reflecting on myself. Mercury's in retrograde, so I got to chill. I feel like I've seen it all over Twitter, like, people, but I feel like that's mostly just a bit. Yeah, like, everyone's like, oh, sorry, um, Mercury's in retrograde, so I can't come into work today. One of our friends (laughs) tweeted something about uh, her best friend's boyfriend being a Trump supporter. Did you see this? No. Oh, yeah. She was like, just found out my best friend's boyfriend supports Trump and planes are falling out of the sky. No, that shit's, like, scary. It makes me scared to fly to Austin. Oh, wait. I wonder if that's why... It totally The planes is. have been falling out of the sky. It's technology. <laughs> okay, to be fair, they have grounded all 737s now. Yeah. Which is good news Finally. since I'm, I'm flying to Florida this weekend. America was, like, the last to jump on board. Yeah, it's really scary. I'm not trying to die in a plane crash. That's honestly my biggest fear in life. Mm-hmm. And I fly all the time, and I know it's irrational to be afraid of a plane crash because the chances of you dying in a plane crash are, like so small like smaller than being bitten by a shark or something i don't believe that they are like no one dies in plane crashes what do you mean no one dies in plane crashes i mean people die in plane crashes but it's so 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 rare compared to any other death i don't know if you get out and drive your car from your apartment to my apartment the chances of you dying are higher than you dying in a plane crash well guess who's never ever driving to your apartment again now (laughs) you have to drive every day kim it's a part of life. Yeah, but planes, like... <laughs> there's... I don't believe this, because there's definitely a higher risk of planes crashing. No, there's not. Everyone just thinks that because the way the media broadcasts it. What is risk, though? Like, or what is, like, probability? What is probability? <laughs> it's literally math. I... Uh, yeah, I don't know. You can't... I'm sorry. You can't fight math. But it's probability, which, like, is just so invalid. Yeah. A lot of things are invalid in this world, but... I'm getting really intellectual, but... Just like Mercury being in retrograde. (laughs) Yeah. I was trying to explain Mercury in retrograde to Brad, and he was, like, not having it. Yeah. Well... He was like, I'm literally not listening to anything you say, because this is stupid. Have you ever done that thing where you look to see if your sign is compatible with his? Yeah, we went over this. Oh, we did. Oh, before... This was the episode. (laughs) It was when Brad and you were not officially official. And it was like, Libra is least compatible with cancer. And Brad's like, oh, I'm a cancer. I'm like, sweet. (laughs) Challenge accepted. (laughs) I feel like that's always been my my luck with love. Yeah, which, like, is weird because, like, I'm big on astrology because, like, I'm a Libra, like, through and through. I know. My Gemini... Can you not agree that I am so much a Gemini? I don't know what a Gemini is. Oh, my God. It's, like, dual personalities. Oh, what? I don't think you're dual personalities. Well, thank you. My mom thinks I am, so... Dual what? Like, what are the two? Like, you're very up and down. Like, opposites. Like you're bipolar? Moody would be the better description. Bipolar is a mental disorder that I do not have. Thank you. I know. I'm just (laughs) making a comparison. I'm not that extreme. Yeah. Um, Yeah, no, I mean, I definitely think that I'm a Libra. Yeah. All the way. I don't know what that means either. What is a Libra? 
Um, it just means that I'm, like, really in tune with my emotions and, like, I care too much about people. We know that. <laughs> and, yeah, pretty much. I feel that. Shit like that. I feel like I have that side of me as well. That's why. Definitely. That's why I think horoscopes are all kind of a sham because you can apply yourself to any single one of them. Yeah, that's true. They're, like, empty shells. Um, should we do some voicemails? Do we have any voicemails? We have some old ones. That we haven't played. Okay. Um, that kind of just came out of, out of the blue, but... Yeah, well, I was just, like, looking at my phone, and... Like Kim does when we record the podcast, because she's never paying attention to me. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's 5.54 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and... I'm hungry. I'm a little hangry, TBH. And I'm on glass one and a half of wine. I'm on coffee cup number one. We're really just, like, winging it today. I love it, though. Um. So we got a voicemail? Yeah. All right. Let's play I'm it. trying to look for a certain one. Kim's our voicemail, um, weeder outer. <laughs> weeder outer. What was the word I was looking for? Sifter? No. I don't know. But. You do a good job of picking out some good ones for us, so let's play it. So this is Austin from Louisiana, and, uh, you know, long time, first time, but um, I'm just going to go off on a tangent here, and uh, what is the fucking deal with millennials having such shitty credit scores? Like, I do banking and finance, so I see, you know, all these different numbers every day with people usually my age, um, 23. And your credit fucking sucks. I mean, you only get you only get to do this one time. You only have one go around. So pay attention to your fucking credit. Thanks, guys. Wow. All right. So hearing coming in fucking hot on a Sunday. Hearing straight from a, a finance professional. Hey, I'm a finance professional. Yeah. What do you think about credit scores? For I think it. Our age? Um. Okay. I do understand some people have extenuating circumstances where their credit may be bad. That. And it might not be completely attributed to them. Like, it might be their parents' fault. However, I do think it is your responsibility as a young post-grad to get your shit together and boost your credit score up by yourself. Personally, I am paying off student loans right now. And I am paying for a car. Like, paying off my car. Mm -hmm. And I have two credit cards. So those are the major ways for me to work on my credit score, um, paying my bills on time and making sure I don't go into too much credit card debt. Um, I was actually looking at this the other day because I filed my taxes, shout out to me, mm-hmm. and it showed me my debt versus my, oh shit. Sorry, my mom's calling. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Phone's off. <laughs> And it was showing my me my debt versus my income or something like that. And it said mine was in good good shape or something. Oh, yeah. So mine I was, was, like, pretty steadily in the, the good range. So I was like, okay, fuck yeah. My credit score, I mean, I'm not going to disclose my actual credit score on the podcast. Keeping my finances uh, slightly under wraps here. But my credit score is pretty good for a 23-year-old. Yeah, mine is pretty good, too. So I think it's kind of trash if you don't have a good credit score. And I also hate... When people are like, oh, I'm not going to open up a credit card to fuck up my credit score. Like, bitch, just be responsible. It helps your credit score. I know. I've gotten into so many debates with so many friends about this. That think that it's better for them not to open a credit card. I'm like, no. I will say that when I was in college, my parents, like, opened up a credit card under my name. And had me put stuff on it, like going to the doctor and things that, like, they would pay for. Right. Like, I obviously had, like, my own checking account where mm-hmm. I would pay for things like shopping and whatever. Yeah. But other things, like, they would have me put that on the credit card and they would just pay it off. Yeah. Instead of them, like, actually just, like, transferring money into my, like, debit account. Right. Okay. So I, like, started building credit when I was younger because they were like, this is going to help you out if you need to, like, go apply for, like, an apartment or something, like, normally. Yeah. Or sometimes you can get, like, Because they run your rate. credit, Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I'm kind of in a similar boat. So when I studied abroad, oh, you studied abroad. <laughs> really not trying to bring it up right now, but uh I had to get a credit card pretty much, otherwise 
I mean, it was pretty difficult to not have a credit card while studying abroad just because you didn't have, like, immediate access to your bank account at all times. Yeah. Um, so I just got a travel credit card, which... It's just safer to have a yeah, credit card. Yeah, which my mom, like, did pay off for me because I'm hashtag spoiled and And how blessed. much was that bill? Oh, I don't want to know. <laughs> all I know is I definitely went over budget on my, uh, my study abroad expenditures. Yeah. However, I do think that it is a good call when parents do stuff like that. But if you're not lucky enough or privileged enough to have had that in your life, then, I mean, got to work on it on your own. Yeah. And I, like, totally respect that. Like, and I think that it's very possible for people to get their own credit score up there Oh, absolutely. Just pay off your credit card bill. Yeah. And there's, like, weird ways. Like, I still don't fully understand how a credit score works because somebody told me that if you, like, carry a, a balance, not like a not like a carrying a balance but if you pay your credit card off like in full every month and you like just don't ever use it then your credit score like will go down or it won't increase or something I think it won't increase if you don't have any debt or something but I do know that if you pay for everything on your credit card um it makes your credit score go down So you're supposed to, like, split your spending between a credit and a debit. How does it know that? Um, because of things that you charge on your credit card versus things that you just pay for with But how does it know how much you're spending on your debit card? How does who know? The people who assign the credit scores. I don't know the bank. (laughs) Who was in charge of credit scores, honestly? Uh, credit card companies? No. It's gotta be... Credit companies? It's gotta be one single... Entity. Entity. I don't think it is. Because your credit score can vary if you check it on different platforms. Not significantly, but slightly. Mm, yeah, but somebody's got to be making the rules around here. Well, there is some sort of standardized rule, but I'm not really sure where that comes from. I think it's the government. <laughs> Probably. It's the big man. The big man. But yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of agree with Austin here that get your shit together and figure it out. Honestly, just fucking open an Uber credit card, like, you won't regret it. <laughs> We're just, we need to be, really, we really need to be when sponsored you're, When you're them. offering to buy shots for the squad on a Friday night, and you're using your Uber credit card, you're getting 4% cash back back. Hell yeah. It's, it's great. I so support it. Yeah. But seriously, if you're 23, 24, just graduated college, just open up a credit card, your basic credit card. Your score is not going to be high enough to get some, like, elite AMX. Like, don't think that you're good enough for that because you're not. You I tried. AMX? Yeah. AMX? AMX. Did you say AMX or AMX? AMX. Oh. The way you said it just made it sound like you said AMX. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I don't need to be criticized by the way I say American Express. Thank you. But... <laughs> I know that right after college, I applied for the American Airlines credit card, and I got denied, which also hurts your credit score, so don't apply for cards that you know you are not good enough to get. I've never been denied a credit card. You have to have, like, a really high credit score to get it, and I I know I was, like, somewhere in the 600s at that point because I had just graduated. I had, like, no credit. Yeah. Um... I mean, I had a little bit of credit. It wasn't, like, absolute trash, but it wasn't (laughs) high enough to get this credit card. Um, I don't understand how the system works, though. So, like, I have, like, a fairly high credit score, just, like, I don't know why, but so when I got the Uber credit card, my, like, limit, my spending limit was, like, absurdly Astro- Astro- high. Astronomically high, let me tell you. Kim, Kim can go buy a home with her credit score. <laughs> yeah, like, and I don't understand. I'm like, well, like, that really screws people over because then they're like, oh, I can spend this much. So it's like they really want everyone to have a low credit score. So they're like, oh, you have a high credit score? Let me give you, like, a $15,000 limit, and then you're just going to tank it. Yeah, pretty much. That's what they want. Yeah. So, I don't know. They want you to be in debt. When I worked at J. Crew though, ooh, I used to sell credit cards like nobody's business. Really? I was like, I was like hey, open up a J. Crew card. Like, save 15%. So yeah, I was like, it's so worth it, trust me. And, like... Today, you put your purchase on it, and then you can just immediately pay it off through your debit card and, like, never have to worry about it again. So, I'd have all these people, like, opening cards like that. Dude, I've never been swindled into one of those cards. I 
okay, I wouldn't like to call it swindling. It's swindled. I it's definitely, swindling. I definitely did swindle this one guy though. He had no idea what he was getting into, and he was like foreign. I must say, like he wasn't. Wow, Kim, you are such an asshole. Okay, <laughs> let me let me justify here. So he came in, and we were like, we just say our quick little spiel, like, oh, would you like to save an extra twenty percent and open a J Crew car? Blah, 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 blah. And he's like, oh, twenty percent? Yeah, like sure. And I'm like, okay. And But he did ask questions. He was like, so what is this? And I pulled out the pamphlet. I was like, here's your thing. Whatever. Just give me, like, your social security number. <laughs> just casually give me your social security number. Thank you. And I was like, you can just apply for it here. And, like, if you get approved, then, like, blah, blah, blah. Because, like, I had a bunch of people, like, try to apply for it because they want to get the 20% and they got denied, which is, yeah. like, very rare. But I mean, it happens. If yeah. you have a shitty credit score. So, and you don't want to have, have a high one to get the J. Crew card. I, I, can, Im- I can imagine you do not. <laughs> but anyway, so, but like once you run it, like I literally type it in the system and I hit like enter and it runs it and then it like immediately yeah. prints out a receipt. Like, I mean, have you, de- have you applied for a credit card before? Yeah. It, I mean, it tells you right away if you're approved or not. I mean, I've never done one like in the store. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. But, well, I did my J. Crew card one in the store, but anyways. So I was like, all right, like, so I try to explain to the customers because, like, once you do it, there's no going back. And like you said, if you get denied, like, it lowers your credit score. Yeah. So, like, it is a big deal. And I try to explain that to people. And this guy was just, like, all for it. And I was like, all right, like, I did it, whatever. And all of a sudden he was like, wait, this is a credit card? And I was like, oh, no. (laughs) I was like, yep, this is a credit card. And here's your credit card that you just applied for. And we're approved for it. Like, yeah. And he was, like, not happy. And I was like, sir, I pulled out the pamphlet and I explained this to you. I don't know what else I could have done. Wow, Kim. I mean, I didn't go through, like, the fine print, but that's not my job. I mean, this is true. And also, like, I'm sorry. I feel bad because this guy was foreign and he didn't know that he was getting swindled into it. He wasn't, like, super foreign. Like, let me just (laughs) clarify that. Yeah, but other countries, that's not a thing. I've never been swindled into getting a card in a foreign country. Yeah, because America is just fucked up and we just make our money on, like, fees and people... We make our money based off of other people fucking up and not paying yeah. the bills. Love it. That's how it is. That's the way it goes here. Not that I'm, like, anti-America. <laughs> I'm very patriotic. Thank you. Thank you for that clarification. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't have any cards associated with... A specific store however i guess you could argue that my uber card is a similar card in that it's associated with uber yeah i guess I, it's the equivalent to a store card but it's better because it's uber i pulled up my mint app and i must say this is a free ad but free ad for mint yeah if you're trying to get your finances in order like you must it get, does help you must get the mint app like m-i-n-t mint it's like through intuit um, which also does my paycheck, so it, like, kind of connects, and I have, like, one account, which is really nice. That's sweet, yeah. But you can track your spending, and it tells you, like, how much you spend on, like, personal care, which I'm always over budget, <laughs> and it's, like... Shopping. It's, like, bars and restaurants, and then, like, shopping, and then, like, groceries or, like, um, transportation, and it's, yep. like, your Uber and all that stuff, and it... You can set, like, monthly budgets, which I have done, and I get Aye. emails all the time that's, like... You went over your personal shopping budget. You went over your transportation budget by like twenty hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a really yeah. good way. It's like I can't say that it telling me that I went over budget really does anything. But if I do ever need to check my spending, it does help. If you're and an accountable I, person and you actually hold yourself accountable to things, it's definitely a good app for and you. And it's nice because like your regular bank account, like I think everyone has like a normal bank account where they have like at least a debit card. Like and a checking maybe, account? Maybe a credit card. Yeah. Yeah. So I have that app, but it's annoying to have to check that app. And then I check the J Crew card app and then I checked like the Uber card app. Yeah. But the Min app like keeps it all it together. It puts it all together, yeah. So which it is tells convenient. you like how much balance you have like on all of your accounts combined. Yeah. That's why I like it too. I use it, but not regularly. I probably check I'm it like honestly once a like month. scared to check it. Like yeah, I, I purposely don't check it because it's like you are this much in debt this month, and I'm yeah. like, okay. That's like, always a frightening look. Um, yeah. So I do check it occasionally, but it is better because I mean I Bank of America for my like primary accounts, and it is nice because it will break it down on that app and it will show me like my debit card and one of my credit card spending, but. 
like I said, like you do, I have other accounts as well. Yeah. So mint is definitely the move if you're actually trying to be fiscally responsible however let me tell you it's difficult i didn't realize like how many accounts i had open until i got mint i was like okay so i knew i had the j crew card and i have an uber card which i just recently like opened after you told me to get it yeah and i have since convinced like five other people to get it so yeah we should really be a sponsor for real um and then i have a banana republic card i found out (laughs) oh (laughs) yeah i guess I don't know when I opened that. Um, And then I have my credit card through my bank. Actually, I have two credit cards through my bank. Oh, my God, Kim. You're a wild girl. Well, one, my Is one the parents one that your parents opened up for you? Yeah, and that was, like, my student card. Okay, so that's how it is for me. I have two through my bank. One is, like, my primary credit card that I use, Mm -hmm. and it has, like, my highest credit limit, so I use it for, like, most expenses. Mm -hmm. Um... And then I have this other one that was the travel one <clears throat> that my mom opened up for me like three or four years ago. But See, I, I have another one like that, but I don't know what happened to it. I don't use it anymore. Well, I have the card, but I don't even have access to the account because I know it's like primarily through my mom's account. Yeah. Even though my name's on the card. So it affects my credit score. But my mom's name is also on the account. Mm-hmm. So I guess it affects both of our credit scores. But I don't even have access to log in to that account. Yeah. Yeah, like, when I studied abroad, too, at the time, like, my bank didn't have cards that you could use abroad without, like, spending fees. Yeah. So, we opened up, like, a Bank of America card or something. Yeah. we have, like, Coastal Federal Credit Union, which anyone who lives in the East Coast... (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea what that shit is. It's a really small bank, and it's, like, kind of annoying because I can't get money out anywhere. But we had to apply for, like, a new card. And I don't know what happened to it because I know closing accounts like hurts your credit score. Yeah, it does. So I have this card. I actually have the physical card. Surprisingly, I still have it. I don't know how. Um, I'm surprised I haven't lost it. It's like hiding somewhere in my apartment. But (laughs) shred it. (laughs) I know I should. Um, because I I can't tell you the last time I used it. Mm -hmm. Probably like two or three years ago. I think there's maybe like a two hundred dollar balance on it that just hasn't been paid off. That my mom my mom will just pay like the twenty five dollar minimum. And she has been. Oh. And it's still just, like, you know, there's, like, $200 left that needs to be paid off. So, I guess eventually it'll be paid off probably, like, by the end of the year or something. This is still from your Milan trip. <laughs> yeah. So, your mom is still paying the balance from your trip to Milan. No, no, because I used the card after I started abroad. Okay. I used it, like, in my senior year of college. I was going to say, like, that's pretty bad if four years, three no, years later, no. your mom is still paying <laughs> off your trip to Milan. No, and I still, I used it, like, right when I moved to Charlotte, too. So, yeah. I've, I've used it more recently than I'm, I'm, like, Oh, shit. Expressing. Speaking of, I forgot I just had another credit card that I got. I got an Amex because... Damn, bougie. Our good friend Doug um, convinced me to get an Amex. Wait, I didn't know you had a, an American Express yeah, card. Yeah, because it was 0% APR for, like, the first, like... 24 months. Like they all are. Yeah. Fucking bullshit. And I, (laughs) this is bad to admit, but I transferred some balance onto the card. You know what that means? Like from another card that you had debt on? (laughs) Love that. (laughs) It was just a little bit, but I like wanted to like open a new card anyway. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to put that there and then like just schedule payments and not even look at it and it'll be paid off within the 24 months. That's fair. So that's currently what I'm doing. Because I honestly don't trust myself to, like, pay things, like, regularly. Like, I just set it up as an auto payment and just don't look at it. See, I go in and I have to pay it manually myself. Well, my other cards I do. Like, my Uber card, like, yeah, I just paid a lot of money on it <laughs> <laughs> this past month. Like, Love that. after my statement came out. But, I don't know, it's hard. It's honestly very nerve-wracking. But, going back to what Austin said, like, he said you have, like, one shot, like, you can't fuck this up. Like, I don't know if I believe that. I don't believe that because, like, you can always turn your credit score around. It does take time, though, if you, like... It takes dedication. If you tank it, like, down to, like, below, like, 650, mm-hmm. like, if your credit score is, like, 610, 5, 590, like, that's pretty bad. Yeah. If your credit score is that low, it's going to take some time to build it back up to, like, in the 700s. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I mean, ideally where you want it to be. I mean, or higher, but realistically speaking here. (laughs) For 23-year-olds. 
So um, if you let it, like, if you accumulate a shit ton of debt and then you're not paying your credit card bill, like, you're fucking yourself. Yeah. But I'm really surprised that that many, I mean, I guess he works in some sort of financial role where he has the ability to see people's credit scores or, like, he must know that a bunch of his friends have shitty credit scores, but I feel like most of my friends are right up there in, in the low 700s. Yeah. Low to mid 700s, which is, I think, where you should be. I know. I think that we've, like, we've done pretty well for ourselves. We're, I mean, we're hashtag responsible. Like we said, broke but cultured. We're cultured enough to make sure our credit score does not plummet. Right. Honestly, we might be in a little bit of debt, but our debt to income ratio, like, I don't know how my acceptable. credit score has not been lowered recently, because <laughs> I'm like, do they know who I am? Like, Mine I mean, went down, like, 10 points last week, and I really have no idea Mine why. went down, like, 30 points in January, and I was, like shocked and it went back up like 20 points see i don't know i don't get it though so like it'll go down 10 points and then i'll go back up 15 and That's then i'll go saying. down like five and who's then I'll in go charge back. of this i don't know it's fuckery anyways um <laughs> speaking of finances we were supposed <laughs> on to have, a rant there we were supposed to have a yeah that was like a good 15 minute rant um we were supposed to have a special guest tonight uh my friend from high school ian callahan <clears throat> he actually is an author of a book. What is the book called? Um, the book is called How to Get Drunk with No Money. So how do I get drunk with no money? Or is that just I my current lifestyle? <laughs> no, he, he wrote like a like a six chapter book or something. Very cool. Where each chapter like goes into depth, like it's it's all a parody, I must say. I mean Obviously. if you were here he would probably Disagree. Do it justice. Yeah. Oh, he he doesn't agree that it's a parody. <laughs> I mean, I think all in all it's a parody, yeah. but partially it probably gives some good advice to people yeah. who don't know these things. But pretty much he was saying, like, I think the synopsis was like, oh, let me read it. Okay, it's seven chapters. Seven. And <laughs> he literally just wrote it. And I don't, I honestly don't even think he spell checked it. Like, no offense. But how do I write a book? I need to do this shit. There's okay. Here's the synopsis. <clears throat> how to get drunk with no money is a satirical. Okay, so he said satirical <laughs> self help book about getting drunk without spending any money. Ian Callahan goes into detail about his life in college and his social drinking habits. He explains the importance of being likable, being resourceful, being at the right place at the right time, and finding a way to embrace the party. This book goes from funny to serious and back, all while you are brought on a journey inside Ian's philosophy on how to make the most out of a few dollars or a bad situation. The reader will begin to understand these seven steps are about more than just getting drunk for no money. They're about living your best life the way you can. LMBL. Yeah. Getting drunk with no money is an art, not a science. Damn. It's true. It is an art. And I'd read it. Being a female, I feel like we ha- we have the upper hand in getting drunk with no money from from a basic standpoint here. Yeah, so pretty much we wanted to have him on the podcast and we will eventually sometime, sometime soon. <laughs> um it's very very relatable to our brand and I think millennials in general. But being likable that that's such a good point that he states, being likable has such an impact on getting free drinks. It really does. Like I will Or admit, getting free anything in life. I have not bought the book. Um, I was hoping that when he came to record the podcast, he was just going to, like, <laughs> drop a free copy. Yo. Because I would read it. Up. Like, I don't know. Um, well, it's only $9.99 on Amazon. Hey, buy a book. Yeah. Support our friend. $13.99 if you want it in print, but $9.99 if you want it on the Kindle. Sorry, excuse go. me. <laughs> um... But yeah, no, it's like, it's very interesting because it's like, he talks about going to the bar with like $2. It's like that, that tweet that's like, girls go to the bar with like $2, come home drunk with like an extra large pizza and like $5 in their pocket. Yeah. That's accurate. It's so true. (laughs) It's literally just about swindling people. Yeah. Going back to what we were saying earlier. Yeah. It's pretty easy though, as a girl. Have you ever like purposely gone out and like, not had any money and you're like okay i'm gonna swindle people into buying me drinks tonight yeah yeah when i was single yeah it was a lot easier when i was single because i was like well maybe i'll actually meet a guy that's like cool Mm -hmm. so it was easier because i had two goals one was to like find a potential guy that i'm into and two was to get free drinks now that i'm in a relationship like 
No. Yeah. I mean, I've been offered free drinks since being in a relationship, and have I taken advantage of it? Yes. Okay, good. I'm glad. <laughs> but it's a it's a different mindset that I think you go into it with. Yeah. Um. Another perk is living in a city where you know a lot of people, because even still, as a girl in a relationship, it's still easy to get free drinks from someone that you know. Yeah, because... Because they're just like, oh, like, let me get us some beers. And you're like, okay. Yeah. I'll get the next round. And then you never get the next round. <laughs> like, just the other night. I mean, sometimes you do. But. I had friends with one of my, my guy friends from high school. He was, like, passing through Charlotte. He was, like, uh-huh. flying out of here. Yeah. And he lives in, like, um, this area outside of, like, Savannah, Georgia. Mm-hmm. And we were, like, getting drinks. And, like, obviously it wasn't a date. But he, like, offered just to pay for the drinks, which is nice being a girl. This is so sexist. But, it's so sexist, but But, like, whatever. <laughs> I feel like guys just expect to, like, pick up the tab because I don't know. I, I don't know why. It's social norm. That's why. It's, like, a social construct that guys pay for things. Do you ever, like, deny, like, guys paying for your drinks? I mean, there's the real deny, and then there's, like, the, oh, no, I'll get it. And then guys are, like... No, it's fine. I got it. And you're like, okay. If it's a guy friend, I've been like, if we're, if it's just drinks, sometimes I offer to pay. Well, see, I was going to offer to pay because his birthday was also coming up. So I was like, oh, I should like pay for our drinks. Like, yeah. It's his birthday, whatever. And he's in Charlotte. And before I could even say anything, like he paid for them. Yeah. No, and that's happened to me too. Sometimes it makes me feel uncomfortable because I'm like, I didn't like. Expect that. Yeah. And like, and I don't want don't him wanna... to think that. Right. And I don't think, I mean, if a guy does think that you expect it, then, like, fuck them. Yeah, like, it's not like I was, like, alligator arms, like, hesitating to, like, <laughs> grab the check kind of thing. Uh, I know girls that do that, though. Yeah. So but I really don't. I don't play games like that. Like, I'll pay for, for drinks if it's just me and a guy friend. Yeah. I think I go back and forth depending on the situation. Um, Even, when, like, when I go out with Brad, like, my first instinct is, like, to pull out my wallet and, like, just, like, have it there and be, like, okay, like, I'm, like, ready to pay. Can we talk about that? How do you feel about finances with the boyfriend? Okay, so when you're first dating, it is expected that the boy will pay... Agreed. ...for a majority of the things. Not everything, but dinner, yeah. yeah. But as you start to date more, like, mm-hmm. you can't expect them to pay for everything. Because that's, like, unrealistic. Yeah, and because... I have a job, too. Like, like the novelty kind of wears off. It's like, oh, it's not sweet anymore. It's just, like, you feel bad because you're putting someone that you care about in a financial burden. Yeah, you're, like, making them double pay for their entire life. Right, exactly. <laughs> and, like, it's not that I'm not capable of paying for myself. Yeah, and I don't want guys to ever think that. Yeah, like... If anything, I am equally as financially capable. And, like, we'll switch off now, like, I mean... So is that your go-to, switch off, or do you guys split bills? Like, what's the deal? Oh, we don't split bills. I think that's weirder. Okay, I agree. There have been occasions where me and Ross have split the bill just because... For whatever reason, in that situation, it's just been easier. Yeah. But I'd say majority of the time we switch off. Yeah, I think that's fair. And, like, because... I know a couple that splits everything. I mean, if that's... And he listens to the podcast, so he's going to know I'm talking about him. (laughs) But I do think it's a little strange. Although I do agree with him to an extent that, like, it's never going to be perfectly equal if you switch out. Yeah. I do think it gets pretty close. I do think so, too. And I will say, like, again, being sexist, like, I don't think it necessarily has to be, like, an even split. Because, like, obviously, Brad makes more money than I do. And, like, not getting into that and the whole, like, whatever. I'm not that kind of girl. Right. But I'm just saying, like, I don't know. Anywhere I say it's going to sound bad. Yeah. No, I understand. When we go out for, like, a nice dinner, like he'll pick up the tab. Like, we went out on a double date, like, a few weeks ago. Right. And, like, the boyfriend's paid. And, and like, would, we're not fucking awkward. fighting that. Like, if it were, like, my turn, like, I wouldn't, like, if Ross were paying for you, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'll have the bill. Because also, <laughs> I really do think it's, like, a it's pride a, it's thing. It's a masculinity it's thing. It's such a pride thing. It is. It really is. But then, So like, he would, he would feel, like, so inferior if Ross paid for my meal and right. you were out here paying for the two of you. That would be weird. Exactly. And, like, on Sunday, when I'm, like, hungover and I'm like oh I want to get uber eats like I'll pay for it yeah. just because I'm the one who wants it <laughs> and like things like that like it doesn't matter but 
I don't know. And sometimes if, it, if we're doing, like, an experience, like, a date night. Like, Brad paid for our tickets, like, to the Canes game. Right. So, like, things like that. But... But I think those things, too, can go back and forth. Like, maybe, like, if you guys went to, like, Top Golf or something and you paid. Right. Well, we wanted to get Hurricane shirts, like, for the game. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I really want this one. And I, like, knew that he wanted this other one. So I was like, oh, I'll just get you one, too. Yeah. And I, like, ordered them together. Yeah. So, like, things like that. Like... I think it's good to be able to go back and forth once you get to that point in your relationship where you're, like, pretty seriously dating someone, like... And I think it's awkward to, like, have that conversation, so it should be pretty, like, unspoken. Yeah. But, I don't know, finances in general in a relationship are just awkward. It's so uncomfortable, so uncomfortable. This other podcast that I listened to, someone called in with a question about marriage and having, like, a shared bank account. I'm scared for that. And... They were like, should we have separate bank accounts or should we have a shared bank account? And um, the guy and the girl on the podcast were giving, like, their different takes or whatever on it. Um, they got One of the guys that was answering was divorced. And he was saying that when he was married, they had a shared bank account. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I think I would want to have a shared bank account and my own personal bank account. Just because... Not that I would want to hide anything. My mom has her own personally and her and my dad share one. Yeah, and I think that's the move because not that I would ever want to hide anything from my significant other on what I'm spending, whatever. I don't give a fuck if you see that I spend $1,000 on shoes. But, (laughs) because, like, you're going to see the shoes in my fucking closet anyways if we're married because we live together. I don't know. My mom's big on, like, hiding purchases from my dad. Oh, yeah. I think all moms are, like, slightly high, slightly, uh slightly like that when it comes to hiding purchases however I just think that like having your own money to spend on like your things that you want I think that's good Mm -hmm. but I mean if you have kids and stuff together I think realistically you have to have a shared bank account of some sort so this brings up a funny story actually um this girl I know we were telling stories about crazy things that we've done with our ex-boyfriends which we won't get to the mine at the moment but <laughs> now I, I gotta know. <laughs> I told her off mic, off mic. <laughs> I told her something like crazy I did with my ex boyfriend, and she was like, "Oh, this reminds me of this story." So I like found out that my ex boyfriend was cheating on me, and he was like, um, just like being an asshole, and like we had a joint bank account, and they had a joint bank account just as a d- couple. Yeah, that's weird. But they were like pretty serious. Like, were they living together? Yeah. Okay, okay. That makes more sense then. And, um, they, I guess, like, broke up, and she was like, I want to be, like, taken off the bank account. Like, I moved all my stuff out. Oh, yeah. So, she found out she was cheating on him, or he He was was cheating cheating on her. her. Yeah. And, well, this, this part of the story, she said that she, like, saw the text, like, on his phone, and he was in the shower, and she, like, threw his phone into the shower while he was, like in the shower that's i respect that and he was like what the fuck and she was like go text ashley or whoever like you fucking asshole and i was like damn savage for that props (laughs) i would have done the same shit good for her and she said the next day like her dad like helped her move all of her shit out and i was like good for you and then she was like trying to get him to like take her off the joint bank account like she withdrew like all of her money but she just like didn't want to be connected to it anymore well obviously yeah and he was like yeah yeah i'll do it i'll take you off and he like wouldn't do it and it was just like a principal thing at that point she was like i want you to take me off like i'm asking you to take me off whatever and he wouldn't do it and it was his birthday and she was like you know what fine so she marched herself down to the bank and she withdrew all of the money that was in the bank account which was his money because she already took hers out (laughs) she withdrew all of the money except for one cent no way and she literally she said she was like living in new york city at the time and she was like walking down the street with like this buttload of cash and she was like i hope i don't get fucking mugged right now because i'm fucked i have like thousands of dollars of cash (laughs) And it was his birthday, so he was, like, going out, like, trying to buy drinks, and, like, his car was, like, getting declined. And That's amazing. And she was like, well, bitch, I told you to take me off the bank account, like, and you wouldn't do it. And so, yeah, he learned his lesson. Did she keep the money? No, no, she gave the money back. She was like, it was never <laughs> my intention to, like, steal the money from him. She was like, I was just trying to prove a point. That's so funny. And he tried to make her feel bad and was like, oh, blah, 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 like, it's my birthday, and I can't believe you did that to me on my birthday. Uh, no, you cheated on me, you fucking idiot. Yeah, and they were living together, like... Good for her. Yeah. I support it. Me too. Sometimes a psycho girlfriend move, you gotta do it. Okay, so I'm gonna tell my psycho girlfriend now, because 
it, it just happens to relate because the guy and the situation try to make me feel bad too. So similar situation okay. in high school, my ex-boyfriend cheated on me and I found out and I was like really pissed off. Like, and so he ran track like at the time and he was like at track practice and he had parked his car like outside of the field. And I was like, you know what? Let's like go grab like window markers and we'll just like write all all over it and this is so stupid now saying it but at the time it was funny so we like went and I literally wrote like all over his windshield like I cheated on my girlfriend and like big like red letters and like all over his car so the I so support that the the point being was that he would have had to like drive around town like at least until he got a car car wash wash, yeah (laughs) and his windows said like I cheated on my girlfriend it was like I don't know. I was really into the movie Easy A at the time and, like, the whole, like, Scarlet Letter A. and That's amazing. So, anyways, we did that and he obviously saw it when he got back from practice and I had gone to work. I, like, worked at, um, as a hostess at this restaurant and yeah. he, like, drove straight to my work because he knew I was working and he, like, marched right up to the hostess stand and he was, like, he was, like, what the fuck? Like, oh, Rewind. So, <laughs> when I was doing it, my friend took a picture of me mid-writing, and I Instagrammed it with the caption, maybe next time he'll think before he cheats. <laughs> Kim is going to get roasted by the fans for this. <laughs> and I thought it was, like... So funny. Whatever. I was very theatrical you thought, you back You probably the thought you were the shit when you were doing this. Well, anyways... So his friends commented on it, and they started, like, shitting on me. Like, all of his friends were like, you're such a fucking cunt, all this stuff. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's so mean. And so I deleted it, because I was like, okay, now, like, I'm upset. And then I was like, wait, how did this get turned around on me? Like, he's the one who fucked up. Yeah. Like, it's not like I popped his tires. Like, I would never want to, like, do something permanently bad. I just wanted to humiliate him. Yeah. I support that. Which, like... Maybe I took it too far. I was just kind of, like, caught up in the the moment. It's okay. But anyways, yeah, so he freaked out, and he was mad at me, and all of his friends were mad at me. And, of course, then I felt bad, but then I was like, why the fuck do I feel bad? Yeah. Fuck that. Don't feel bad. Yeah. (laughs) So, anyways, same thing. Like, my friend's ex-boyfriend was like, it was my birthday. I can't believe you did that to me. I don't think she felt bad, but. Sometimes. Moral of the story. (laughs) Sometimes you just have to be an asshole. When people deserve it. Moral of the story, don't let anyone make you feel bad when they're the one in the wrong and you're just getting revenge. I know. I feel like that always happens, though. Sometimes you always get twisted to be the bad guy in those situations. Have you ever gotten, like, really sweet revenge? No. No? Never? What's the most dramatic thing you've ever done in high school? In high school? I'm trying to think of, like, anything dramatic that I really did, but... I'm, like, so different now. Like, I swear to God, I'm not a psychopath. <laughs> I, didn't I just want to prove that. Um, I never had, like, any bad breakups, really. I mean, I had one... Did you ever do anything dramatic, like, girl-wise? Like, me getting called to the principal's office with my entire cheerleading team? Not <laughs> really. We got in trouble. I remember senior year in the locker room, we got in trouble for, like, swearing in the... Um, but Swearing. yeah, we were, oh, no. I know, right? It's so dumb, but we our senior locker room was like right next to like the Dean's hallway, like where the, all the offices were, like the administrative offices. Mm-hmm. And we would like hang out there and stuff after school before like sports practices or whatever and like gossip and whatever. And I remember we were like freaking out about something and everyone was just like saying fuck and shit and the... <laughs> Uh, Dean was a guy at the time. I went to an all-girls school. Um, and he like knocks on the locker room door because it was like it was like an open door. Like it wasn't like people weren't changing or anything in there. It was just where our lockers were. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "You girls need to stop swearing." And he was like so mad at us. He was like gonna get us in trouble. I'm like, "What the fuck are you gonna do? Like you can't like get punish me for saying fuck. I have freedom of speech, asshole." I mean, he can if it's like. In the school grounds, it's against the rules. I guess, but he didn't do anything. He just, like, yelled at us. But I didn't really do anything bad. I had a lot of friends that did bad things. I was, like, kind of a goody-goody. The worst thing I did in high school was, like, drink at senior prom, which everyone else did. <laughs> but uh, we stayed at my friend's mountain house, like, after prom. 
and her parents weren't there, but they came the next morning, and they, like, found a bunch of empty bottles and shit, and they freaked out, like, they... Rookie move. Okay. hide the empty bottles. We tried to hide them, but they, they saw a few, and, but, like, I'm sorry, they knew. They knew that we were going to be drinking. Come on, don't offer your mountain house up to senior prom after party. Thinking that there's not going to be any alcohol there. Come on. Speaking of this weekend, my parents, like, totally, like, outed me in front of Brad. We were talking about drinking underage. Oh, actually, I do have a bad story of what I did. getting caught for it. And I used to, like, hide my liquor bottles. Like, I had this, like, chest thing that I would put, like, my boots and stuff in. It was, like, a bench kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And I used to put, like, a fifth of Burnett's, like, in my cowboy boot to like hide it even though you could clearly see it it was just like a storage area and then i would put it i would put it in the like the little boot um, box bench chest yeah yeah and my parents like found it and they like got so mad and i remember one time i was going to the kesha concert before i started college it was like the senior summer year yeah and I had just picked up alcohol that, coincidentally, my best friend's mom had bought for us. Wow. So, like, she was totally cool with it. She bought me, like, a fifth of vodka or some shit like that. Gotta love when the moms are hooking you up with, like, the, and the I, strawberry lemonade burnet. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pretty sure it was, like, dragon fruit Bacardi or oh, whatever. Love that. Sky. The classic. And so... I, like, brought it home, my parents found it, and, like, took it away from me, and I was, like, so upset, because I was, like, now I'm not going to be able to, like, drink for this concert and, like, have fun with my friends, like, I'm going to have to go sober, and, like, now thinking about that, (laughs) I was, like, wow, like, I'm such an alcoholic in the making. It's crazy how much more responsible I've been as of lately than I was right after, like, well, all of college and right after graduation. I know. Like, well, the whole conversation got brought up this morning because I was like, hey, mom, like, do you have anything for mimosas? And she was like, I worry about you sometimes. Oh, my mom always says that to me. Yeah. She was like half kidding. But I was like, mom, like, I've never done anything wrong. I always made good grades. Like, I'm not a trash human. I'm not a trash human. As far as you know. (laughs) I love, I love that. Um. As your defense of yourself. I'm not a trash human, okay, mom? I was like, I just don't see the problem with me drinking. Like, I don't do anything wrong. <laughs> like, if I start showing, like, signs of a poor lifestyle, then, then like, yeah. sure, withhold you, the mimosas from me. If but. you're going into credit card debt because you're buying too many bottles of champagne, then that's when you gotta draw the line. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that's fair. We haven't gotten to that point no, yet. No, we haven't gotten to that point yet. I think we're safe. Yet. <laughs> I think we'll be okay. Hopefully we just get promoted before then, so... Fucking hopefully. <laughs> hopefully we get some sponsors of the podcast and we get yeah. free champagne. This is the goal. This is the goal. Um, did you say you had a story about finding alcohol? Oh, no. I was just saying I got in trouble for underage drinking at a Dave Matthews concert. <laughs> hey, there you go. That's some badass. Oh, I remember I called my mom, though, and she was like, I can't believe you got caught. <laughs> She was so mad that I got caught because she knew that I was going to be doing it. I was so transparent with her. And I was, like, with an older boyfriend. Yeah. At the time, I was, like, 17. And he was, like, graduating from high school, so. And she was so mad that I got caught. She wasn't mad that I was drinking. <laughs> I, I, for the record, I had, like, two beers. I was also, like, 110 pounds at the time. Did you get breathalyzed? Uh, no. Oh. But... They so didn't like, even, it doesn't matter at this point. They, I didn't get an MIP or anything. They just, like, made me call my mom and pick have her pick me up. Mm. That happened to me. Which was almost worse. Yeah. Because it was, like, so embarrassing. But at the end of the day, I was like, well, I didn't get in trouble, so. It's nice when you're that young because they're like, just call your parents. But, like, when we were in high school, I think I was, like, a sophomore. I think it was summer between, like, sophomore and junior year. Yeah. And summer, I get into a lot of trouble, it seems like. Apparently. Summer and Christmas <laughs> break. Yeah. <laughs> But Whenever there's no school in session, <laughs> Kim's a, a wild one. <laughs> we used to go, like, night swimming. Like, we would break into, like, neighborhood pools and stuff. Like, after, I've done that. after hours at, like, 10 p.m. or whatever. Yeah. And clearly, like, the pool is closed, but it's not, like, in the middle of the night or anything. Yeah, so it's, like, 10 p.m. <laughs> yeah, so there's, like, a group of us. We, like, hopped the fence and, like, went night swimming. And we weren't drinking or anything. We were just, like, doing it for fun. It was, like, a summer night. And um, the cops showed up for whatever reason and we were in some neighborhood that like wasn't even ours even worse yeah so 
we it was just like the cool spot to go to yeah and so we were swimming and the cops kind of like come up and they're like all right everyone out of the pool like let me talk to you all like whatever and i guess i was 15 at the time so yeah it must have been like summer before junior year okay I, yeah, I turned yeah. 16 and he was like okay like who's like uh 16 here and like my boyfriend at the time was 16 like everyone else i was with was 16 because they were driving us and I was like, oh, I'm 15. He's like, oh, since you're 15, we have to call your parents. And I was like, since when is 16, like, the age limit of yes, not parents? that doesn't make sense because 18 is, like, when you become an adult. But 16 doesn't mean anything. It means literally nothing except, except for, for you getting can drive. Yeah. yeah. That's so weird. So he was like, all right, now we got to call your parents. And all my friends were like, Kim, like, why did you lie? Or why didn't you lie and, like, say that you were 16? How were you supposed to know that, though? Yeah. And I was like, I'm not going to lie to the cops. Like, I'm 15 years old and I'm... Not oh, and you poor thing. Yeah, so we, <laughs> I had to call my parents, and obviously the cop talked to them, and then the cop was like, "All right, your mom wants to talk to you." Like after he just told her the whole situation, and <laughs> I like pick up the phone, and my mom's like on the other line. She's like, "I just hope you had your bathing suit on," and I was like, "Of course I did." <laughs> like, I wasn't skinny dipping, and she was like, "It was like ten thirty at that point. At the time, my curfew was like midnight or something," and I was like. Yeah, so, like, we're just, like, gonna hang out. And she's like, no, you need to come home now. And I was like, Mom, my curfew's, like, not for, like, another hour and a half. And she's like, you need to come home. <laughs> Savage of you for trying to still <laughs> stay out after your parents were called by the police. I was like, I just don't see anything wrong. Like, we were just swimming in a neighborhood pool, like, after hours. Like, everyone knows that neighborhood pools' hours are, like, Bullshit. very flexible. Um. Yeah, I mean, more recently speaking to that, me and one of my friends who used to live in Charlotte... We snuck into her um, apartment complex pool because you technically couldn't swim in there after, I guess it was like 8 p.m. or something. Mm-hmm. And we got back from the bars at like 1.30 at night and we were like, fuck it, we're going to go swimming. There was like a group of us. It was like me and her and two guys. And she was like, we have to hop the fence though because the scanner thing stops working at a certain time. Mm-hmm. So one of the guys was like pretty tall. He's like, oh, I'll just hop the fence. So he hops the fence and then he opens the door for all of us <laughs> to get in. And we were like, and we just like went swimming at like 2 a.m. And it was also like freezing. It was like like two Octobers ago or something. Oh God. So it was like kind of chilly to be swimming and it was 2 a.m. So it was probably only like 70 degrees outside and the pool was probably like, 75 so the pool was actually warmer than the air and then we got in the pool and none of us wanted to get out but we were kind of obnoxious and drunk and being loud and I was kind (laughs) of in the back of my head I was a little bit paranoid that like someone from the apartment complex was gonna come like find us but we made it out okay oh really see that was my thing like in high school I used to hang around with kids who like would want to do stuff like this but I was always paranoid that I'm always the paranoid one yes which at this point I'm like 22 when I was doing this this is like like a year and a half ago or something that we did this and I was still in the back of my mind like paranoid that I'm gonna get in trouble I'm like well, okay the thing Madison. is like I'm way more paranoid now like I would never break the rules but like in high school I was like who the fuck did I think I was like you were badass if uh, what happened I honestly don't an- know it's the anxiety the it, anxiety happened it's definitely yeah it happened and now we're just like and now I just realized that there's a bigger risk of things I'm like well if I get caught like vandalizing somebody's car like I have a job yeah <laughs> I can't get arrested. But back in the day, I was like, I have no risk. Like, I have nothing riding on anything. So, fuck it. Fuck it. Might as well, right? Let's just go night swimming and let's, like, do whatever the fuck we want. Let's rage. Oh, God. How we've become more responsible with our age. I know. But it's just, I don't know. Talking about finances on a podcast? Look at us. Who are we? We're a finance podcast now. Don't say that. (laughs) We're going to have so much criticism for our takes on credit scores, but... Honestly, I mean, I'll admit, I have no idea what the fucker credit score is. It just shows how worthy we are of, I don't know, being given the irresponsibility of spending money on a credit limit that's way too high for us. Right. Like, somebody, please take away my credit score. For the record, if anyone has the American Airlines credit card out there, let me know. Because, one, I'm pretty sure I can, like, hook you up with, like, a... A referral? I'll, like, they'll, they can refer me, but I really want to sign up for that card, so. I want to also, but <clears throat> I'm waiting for another flight that I have to book. Yeah. I almost bought it for my trip to Austin, but. Yeah, I need to buy it for, well, I've booked, like, three flights, so. Mm-hmm. I should probably wait until I have another flight coming up, but I think I have a wedding that I have to go to down in Miami 
or Key West or something. Didn't you say if you got it on the plane, it's, like, better? I think you get more, like, travel rewards. So maybe when I fly out next week, I'll get it. But anyway, if you have the card, let me know if it's good or not because I'm seriously considering getting that, so. Yeah, let's all just share our takes on recommended credit cards so yeah. we can just go into more debt. We can just start, like, a subreddit of us and it's only <laughs> discussing <laughs> The best millennial the best, credit cards. The best credit cards, yeah. I will stand by Uber, though. Yeah, I will, too. Uber rocks. All right. I think that's our sewed for today. Yeah. Um. Next week, warning, there's going to be some slight issues because I'm out of town on Sunday and Monday, so. Oh, really? I don't know when an episode will drop, but we'll figure it out. So, if it's a little bit later in the week next week, I apologize. Oh, that makes me sad. I know. I didn't realize. I'm traveling, girl. I'm hitting the beach. You'll be on the beach, and I'll be working. Well, it's Sunday. I'll be working, but I'll be working this week. Me too. A lot. We'll figure it out eventually. Love you guys. See ya. I was born a flex. Diamonds on my neck. I like boarding jets. I like morning sex. But nothing in this world that I like more than checks. Money. All I really want to see is the money. I don't really need a D. I need the money. All a bad bitch need is a I got pants in the coop Bussin' at the roof I got pants in the coop Touch me, I'll shoot Shake a little ass You get a little bag and take it to the store Get a little cash You shake it real fast, you get a little more